Hello, I'm Adam Archer, member of Lighthouse in the West Hub and property officer for Church Wigan. I'll be reading from the Good News Version today, and our passage is Matthew 27, verse 11 to 14, as well as Matthew 27, verse 32 to 50. Jesus stood before the Roman governor who questioned him. Are you the king of the Jews? he asked. So you say, answered Jesus. But he said nothing in response to the accusations of the chief priests and elders. So Pilate said to him, Don't you hear all these things they accuse you of? But Jesus refused to answer a single word, with the result that the governor was greatly surprised. 32 to 50. As they were going out, they met a man from Cyrene named Simon, and the soldiers forced him to carry Jesus' cross. They came to a place called Golgotha, which means the place of the skull. There they offered Jesus wine mixed with a bitter substance, but after tasting it, he would not drink it. They crucified him and then divided his clothes among them by throwing dice. After that, they sat there and watched him. Above his head, they put the written notice of the accusation against him. This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. Then they crucified two bandits with Jesus, one on his right and the other on his left. People passing by shook their heads and hurled insults at Jesus. You were going to tear down the temple and build it back up in three days. Save yourself if you are God's son. Come on down from the cross. In the same way, the chief priests and the teachers of the law and elders made fun of him. He saved others, but he can't save himself. Isn't he the king of Israel? If he will come down off this cross now, we will believe in him. He trusts in God and claims to be God's son. Well, then, let us see if God wants to save him now. Even the bandits who were crucified with him insulted him in the same way. At noon, the whole country was covered with darkness, which lasted for three hours. At about three o'clock, Jesus cried with a loud shout, Eli, Eli, lama shabachthani, which means, my God, my God. Why did you abandon me? Some of the people standing there heard him and said, He is calling for Elijah. One of them ran up at once, took a sponge soaked in cheap wine, put it on the end of a stick and tried to make him drink it. But the others said, Wait, let us see if Elijah is coming to save him. Jesus again gave a loud cry and breathed his last. Well, I probably could have had an easier or smaller topic for my reflection, but what an honour it is to talk to you about the defining moment in the story of our Bible. I think anyone who has, who has ever tried to summarise the crucifixion of Christ in one word has probably been met with heavy criticism for oversimplifying it and missing the broader picture, but today I'm going to have a go. Before you get out your pitchforks and torches, hear this. I think one word you could use to summarise the crucifixion is everything. That's because the crucifixion and resurrection is literally everything that the story of the Old Testament is leading up to, and everything after it in the New Testament is about. Any passage or story you might lift out of any part of the Bible, you can relate back to the cross. I think this is a testament to God's sovereignty 
and omniscience. You see, I believe Christ knew precisely the importance of his death and how it was necessary in order to pay the price for the sin of humanity as a whole, to wholly forgive us of it all. I believe he also knew that if people knew exactly who he was before his death, they would have made him an earthly king with no sign of condemnation and no chance of him being put to death. Now, this is a hypothetical scenario, so please do bear with me through my ramblings as I try to get my point across. I think everything in this passage points back to Christ's sovereignty. The fact he does not acknowledge the accusations, he simply puts puts back the truth that the title King of the Jews is one giving to, given to him by Pilate and the people that are present. The fact that Pilate was surprised by his unwillingness to defend himself and literally present himself as a sacrifice. The fact that he was faced with abuse and sarcastic critique about the things he had prophesied about being the son of God and but not being able to save himself. All of it flows from the theme of humans repeatedly misunderstanding God and abandoning him for fruitless and worthless worldly endeavours that runs as a thread throughout the whole Old Testament. A theme we can probably all relate to. Jesus knows they, they misunderstand him, yet he allows it to pass as he knows he must die in order to forgive them. The very people who are hurling abuse to his face and the rest of humanity. He understands that justice must be carried out for any and every sin, but, he also, but also that his love for all humanity compels him to pay the price. There's a bigger matter to attend to than addressing those in front of him and putting them right, so to speak. This speaks to me deeply as I find that I spend a lot of time, a lot of my time, making sure that I'm not misunderstood. And I can easily lose focus of what is much more important, namely maintaining a good and healthy relationship with others. A little further down, we see that uh, down the chapter, we see that the people face their wrongdoing. After an earthquake, the temple curtain tearing and mass resurrection at the moment of Jesus' death, they realise that it must have been true. He was the son of God, but it's too late. The moment has passed and Jesus has died. From that, I infer that it's almost as if had they been given the chance, they would have done things differently and they are filled with regret. Circling back to my earlier point, Jesus knew what he had to do in order to accomplish what must be done. Even through the abuse, the mockery, the spitting in his face, words don't quite do justice to describing his graciousness, his love, his willingness to give us all eternal life, his sovereignty. What a king. Father, I just thank you that you did this for us. Jesus, I thank you. 
for your willingness to show us this kind of love, each and every one. I pray that we can be encouraged to tell others of, uh, of this story, Lord, the greatest story ever told. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Have a blessed day. And uh, just remember what Jesus has done for you. Amen.